my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm Will Lucas, and this is Black Tech Green Money. Ruben Harris is co-founder and CEO at Career Karma, which bills itself as the easiest way to find a job training program online. Michelle Olden is lead at Google's Tech Equity Collective, which creates energizing paths into tech for black people. Together, they're launching the Black Genius Academy, a software initiative to demystify fast-growing tech career fields and support black talent in identifying technical education programs that prepare them to enter the industry with no prior experience required. So I ask, talk about the need for technical proficiency relevant to the impact of artificial intelligence. Yeah, I think that this is in probably one of the most exciting times in history where I think technology is creating new roles that never existed before, which increases the demand and the need for not only education, but also education that can train you at a rapid rate. And what's more important than just education 
that can train you in less than a year you need a community right you know you and i have known each other for a long time and so it's important to have a network of people that can not only help you understand how to apply that training to either your day-to-day work or whatever you're trying to create but also people that can help you uh actually get into those spaces that you're going to need either to get a job or to raise funding or things like that and so i think that um what's awesome about this moment outside of the jobs and entrepreneurship is if you have an opinion or a vision for what you want to see in the world, you have the opportunity to actually uh, make those dreams into a reality. Rochelle, let's narrow this in. Why should black people be a focus? Like, where is the gap that says, you know, we need to do more to onboard black people to technical proficiency? So if you look at the current representation of the black community in tech, whether it's in big tech or whether it's in tech entrepreneurship or more specifically in technical roles within the tech ecosystem, the numbers are dismal. It's, 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 it's low. And so when you think about innovation that is coming out of tech and it impacting our everyday lives, it's, in, it's problem solving for, uh, for our communities and for the rest of the world, it is imperative that the black that the black imagination, that the black design and architecture of, of solutions is present and prevalent. And so it is important to make sure that we are looking specifically at the black community that has been so traditionally marginalized within this country and as well as around the world. And so I think that when you start problem solving for the black community, you actually are problem solving for so many other communities that are underrepresented or have not um, had their fair opportunity. And so I think that that is where we, we want to start and that's where we want to focus in um, and making sure that that, um, that innovation um, is there. And what I, I always say is that the black community, whatever we touch turns to gold, right? So when we touch music, when we touch the arts, right? When we touch anything, it turns to gold. So when we touch technology, all pieces of the tech ecosystem, it's gonna turn to gold, which means that the tech ecosystem hasn't even seen its full potential because the black community has not been at the helm of building and designing our technology. Yeah, I want both of you to chime in those, but I'll start with you, Rochelle. You know, historically we've had these conversations about particularly young people and specifically young black people have not always seen that there's an opportunity for them in technology and they consume at by and large, you know, we're the highest consumers of social media and et cetera. And we don't always realize that there's somebody on the other side building it. And is that changing? I'll, I'll start with you, Michelle, but I'd like both of you to chime in on this. Is it changing? I want to say yes. Is it changing fast enough? No. Right. Like I think that the goal is for, not, and not only for young people, right? Because I think that in our society, we're always zoning in on the young person. It's not about age, it's about will, it's about desire, right? It's about somebody's hunger and curiosity. And so I think that black people in general, we are consumers. And so we need to understand that not only do can we consume, but we can actually build in, de- in design. And so I don't think it's happening rapidly enough because I think there's an exposure gap, right? So in the academic setting, we talk about the achievement gap. In the black community, there is the exposure gap. You can't 
be, but you can't see. And so many of us don't, we don't see ourselves in technology because one, there's just not a lot of us. Um, but in, indeed, we also can't imagine ourselves there, right? Like it took me a long time and I'm working in tech to be like, so <laughs> what does a software engineer do? Like, yeah. or what does an AI engineer do? And like, it was so, so we have to spark that imagination in people to first understand what are the opportunities and then be able to see themselves in those opportunities and to see other people in those opportunities. And so, um, and like you said, like get curious about like, how is this being built? Who is designing this? Like who's behind and not just social media, but everything we touch is technology, right? Listening to this podcast, right? Like who who's behind the engineering and making sure that this shows up on our screens or shows up in our ears. Um, and so I, it's happening, right? Cause there are amazing black people who are doing dope work already, but it's not happening at the rate that we want to see that is. So it's truly um, globe changing. Yeah, man. I love the way you frame the question um, from a consumption perspective, because we are seeing a transition from being consumers to producers that's happening. It's active. Uh, we're seeing the numbers change, but by and large, our community is consumers. With that said, we love being at the forefront of things. We like, I got that new, I like that late, yeah. I got the latest, you ain't seen this before. You know, so we like to be at the forefront of things and we like getting access to these things. And even if we're exposed to the roles that exist and we see people that are in these positions and how to get there, the playbook isn't fully established, right? You need to know more than just the education program in order to get there. It's kind of like having access to a basketball court or a field or like material. Like you can, that's like the training programs. You can get access to that, but that still doesn't get you into NBA, right? That's there's like a lot of other pieces that go on, that are involved other than just education, which is why the community and the scouts and all these other things are are really important to understand. Um, and I think what Rochelle said about um, the pace matters where like the things are happening slowly, but I would I would also add a piece about like, it's not happening as fast as we want it to be, but it's not happening as fast as it needs to be. Mm. Because even if we want it to be faster or slower, the truth is and the reality is, is if we don't change, we're gonna be left behind. That's the fact. My dad works in B2B marketing but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. So, so what stands in the way of speed in that regard? What obstacles are still present? Um, so I, I think like one of the one of the things that's important to understand is that, you know, when you think about like the cycle, you have to know what are the career paths. You need to know what are the, the skills that are required to get into the career path. You need to find the training programs that get you into that type of resource. You got to understand how to finance it. You have to, once you understand how to finance it, you have to figure out which one is adaptable to your learning style. When you are enrolled to something that's adaptable to your learning style or your preference, you have to figure out how to complete the program. There's a lot of people that start things that don't finish it. And it's not because you're not motivated. Maybe something happened in your personal life or you haven't figured out the right schedule. You can't go to school full time because you got to drop somebody off at daycare. And even when you complete the program, the hardest part for most people is actually not the education or the training, it's the job search. And the reason why the job search is so hard is because career navigation isn't about education. Career navigation is about psychology. And the job search is like a sales process where the majority of your results are going to come from a small percentage of your efforts, which means that you are going to get rejected probably from most companies or schools that you apply to and you have to be willing to push through that change and through those potential doubts that you have about yourself in order to understand that rejection is just redirection towards the destiny that 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 you were supposed to go towards and then once you're in then you got to figure out how to stay in and then 
repeat the cycle again to continue growing your career. So like that's that's essentially the the career continuum. And because of technology, the the option of pass is is growing exponentially. So it's kind of like what Jay-Z said around like there's like a million ways to, to do it, choose one, right? Where it's like, it's not just about college. It's not just about boot camps. It's not even just about Google career certificates. There are all kinds of training programs that exist that might even be taught by an individual on YouTube and you don't know where to pick and you could just get caught in this paralysis by analysis. Yeah, I would add to that, that uh, uh, what comes to mind is Beyonce is, you know, okay, people, let's get information, <laughs> right? And so I think that one, you you expedite things when everybody's in formation right and so i think that that's that's important right how do we get our community in formation so i think that when you look at certain spaces whether it's an afrotech or a career crime or a tech equity collective it's getting information but it's also getting information right is that we traditionally our community has just been um the information trickles down to us slower. And so I, I think what also comes in is how we receive information, right? Sometimes it's not designed for us. It's not curated for us. It's not in a language that we understand. Um, and not to say, cause we speak multiple languages. So I'm not trying to say we yeah, don't I understand it. it. I, get it. I think it, it's important that it's like, this was built for me, by me, with me in mind, designed by me. Um, people like me thinking about my lived experience. And so I think that when you you get your community information, information, you get your community the information and you curate that specifically for the community, it's going to help ex expedite things, right? Because I think a lot of us and what Ruben was saying, what I also think about is the, the paradox of options, right? When all these options are in front of us, sometimes it's hard to like make a move. And so we're at a pause, but when you have something that is synthesizing information that's giving you the community that you need and you know it was built for you in mind it's quicker to be like all right cool let me let me make some moves um and so i think that that's important so so ruben Sorry, that that, that information information line was barred <laughs> call it out that was hard let's that's, that's, that's <laughs> on that <laughs> so so Ruben hit me uh, via text a couple weeks ago. I was like, yo, we're working on something with Google Initiative and we got to talk about this. So I'm like, you know, say less is super easy, too easy to have this conversation. So I want you to introduce, Ruben, um, what you're doing with Career Karma, partnering with the Tech Equity Collective. Yeah, yeah. Um so do you want to go straight into it or how I was born? Maybe we'll go straight into it. Oh, yeah. we'll go straight into then we can, then we can loop so back to, around. Yeah. Yeah. So to get together, we're launching something called the black genius Academy. The black genius Academy is an app that gives an action plan to the people that are listening to the black tech green money podcast right now. Um, and all over the world that want a career in tech. So you can log into it on your phone or your computer and you can quickly get access to reskilling and upskilling resources coaching support and a network of people and organizations that are going to help you navigate your career. So we're actually going to start with 5,000 people and our ambition is to grow it to hundreds of thousands and eventually millions of people um, and have at least 10 other companies in the Tech Equity Collective to train people over the next few years. We're starting with uh, training people in cybersecurity, design, software engineering. 
but we're also going to be introducing some of the most updated technology training that isn't even tied in college directly to aspiring black technologists and so like you said before the, the black genius academy is um was created by career common the tech Equity collective which is a google initiative to not only provide funding for skills training like we talked about before grow with google certificates and boot camps, but also give black people access to a network of companies and organizations that are com committed to empowering them throughout their career. And so you were on stage this last year, 2022 at Afrotech, and this magical thing came out of it as a result of you being at Afrotech. Is that correct? That's right. No, it didn't quite go like that. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Say, say Let more. me jump in. Um, so, uh, so one, I, I just, I do want to start a little bit. Um, I'm going to go back a little bit, right? About like what about Tech Equity Collective? Yeah, yes, please, let's do that. An initiative started by Google, right? Um, and we use we use some words very specifically because that's important. But so Tech TC, in short, is a Google initiative to accelerate Black innovation in tech. And so one of the things that we talk less about is representation and really about bringing the innovation, right? We want black ideas. We want black, uh, black design in, in this tech space. And so we do that by three ways, right? We work with other industry partners, right? So Google, we, yes, we're starting it, but it's, we want other partners to join us in this work. Another way is that we believe in creating holistic career pathways, right? And so that's really important when we think about the whole black lived experience. And then we want to like demystify, right? As yeah. you were saying, Will, um, earlier, we want to demystify this idea of tech and what it takes to make it to and make it through tech. And this really started after the murder of George Floyd with Googlers coming together that says, Google needs to do more. The industry needs to do more, specifically in the area of racial equity and economic economic empowerment. And so we do believe that like closing the economic empowerment gap is means that we need to widen, right, the opportunity, right? And to also make sure that people are getting the skills that they need. And so when I jumped into this role, there were some heavy hitters in, in the tech space, Ruben Harris being one of them. And I was like, yo, I gotta meet him. Like, TEC, yeah. we really do believe in building, not in a silo, but building with people, right? There's dope people on the ground that's already doing amazing work. So how do we amplify or integrate into that work and then work together to incubate new ideas? And so I was like, I got to meet Ruben Harris. So I went, you know, like everybody, I went to careerkarma.com, <laughs> sent a little email to the info at, I got no reply right? It's okay. I like hit up Ruben in the DMs. And I was like, hey, yeah. you don't know me. I know you in this new role. Let's rap, right? No reply. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. No problem. So yeah. I was at Afrotech and I was like, oh, this brother's going to be on the stage. I'm going to position myself. And this was I very like quite that. serendipitous. <laughs> right? Because I positioned myself in the hallway at Afrotech where everybody was like coming through. And so I'm just sitting yeah. there on my laptop and I was like, I'm going to meet this Ruben guy. I don't know when, I don't know how, but I'm going to meet him. And so he's walking, he's got an entourage, right? Yeah. Like a whole, whole entourage, <laughs> you know, like swagged out. And I'm like, I was there. I, I saw the entourage. I was there. I witnessed it. You witnessed the entourage. So I'm like, excuse me, partner, trying to get through. Just need to talk to Ruben Harris. He stops. He stops. I was like, introduce myself. 
And, you know, I, I, you know, I spent what is tech equity collective, what we're working on, we exchange information and we jump on the line. Uh, finally, you know, about a week later, I was like, yo, I mean, you're a hard, hard person to get to. And so we actually have this conversation. I'm like, let's dream. Right. Let's think yeah. about what is missing um, in this space for the black community. And so we dreamed. Right. And what we dreamed together was the Black Genius Academy. Right. As Ruben shared, which is our tech career exploration. Um, and so we really, you know, some of the, the key things that we want to do there is like demystify this industry. Right. Yeah. Get people in. We want people to be be prepared to be like the learner so that they can see succeed in a technical education. And I think we want people to have that community, right? Like the beautiful thing that about Afrotech, right? Or other spaces is you like, I've got a community. We're growing, building and figuring out together. And that's also what TEC aspires to be is just another community and to, in addition to all of the dope things that are happening across the US and beyond for us to come together to, to get the tools um, that we need so yeah. we can all we can all win yeah that's a better story than the one that i heard no i love it i mean and, and, and to be coming up on afrotech 2023 back in austin this year i mean you just talked about the why it's important to be in the room and to be present you know because we all get dms and you know my dms are full of people who want to speak at afrotech who want to do stuff and you it just it's hard to keep up you know not to come not to help you out but to help you out ruben i mean i get it like you just it's hard to filter through what's you know the noise and what's the actual signal through through those different channels and so i'm i'm happy for you guys for putting this really important work together i did want to ask you so it's described as a technical career discovery platform that equips aspiring black talent um with the resource resources knowledge and etc to identify enroll and succeed in technical skills education i want to talk about that word specifically the aspiring because so many of us don't know enough to aspire to be yeah. in in these technical roles and so I don't know if this is a part of your mission, but how do you also bring awareness also instead of just to the people who are already aspiring? So if I if I can take that one, Will, I think you, you called it out, right? So within Tech Equity Collective, we've got, well, we say we got three audiences. We got the tech user, right? And the tech user is the person who's got the technology in their hand, right? Or they're using it every day and they haven't yet thought about like, not only can I consume, but I can also build. They haven't thought that far, right? And so we're targeting them, right? To actually get to see themselves and to, to start to, to get curious about tech. And then we have what we call the tech curious, right? And so the tech curious audience, they're like, all right, cool. I'm feeling this little tech thing. Heard about little Afro tech, <laughs> right? Like I, I, what's this software engineering? But they're also like, all right, I, I want I want to learn more, right? And so they're looking into the educational programs, they're looking into the certificate programs, right? So they're they're curious and they're dim acting on this curiosity. And then we have what we call the tech aspiring, right? Who are like, all right, I got I got the skills, I'm building a community, I'm out here hitting the payment, I'm grinding, like put me in coach, right? Like help up level me. And so another program that Tech Equity Collective have is is called Tech Prep with MLT Management Leadership for Tomorrow, which is a four month career coaching program. And so TEC, we aspire to hit people at all those different pathways, whether you go from a tech user to your tech curious, to tech aspiring, to when you become that tech professional, and then you become that tech executive. Uh, but we're zoning in right now on that 
for, for Black Genius Academy, we're joining in on that user and on that tech curious who's like, I didn't, I never thought about this. Like, I don't know what's out there for, for me. And so we want to put that in front of them. I mean, when you group them all together, they're all aspiring, right? And I think that even Ruben, you know, he's doing hot stuff. I am, you know, I'm still aspiring, right? Like we're never, we're, we're never at our final destination yet. And so we should all consider ourselves aspirantes. Um, but yeah, but for BGA, we're definitely focused on those who, um, who you know have the tech and are exploring the, the possibilities. Yeah, and Ruben, I, I got something else for you, Ruben. So this, you know, we've been, I, I mentioned this earlier in this conversation about, we've been preaching that, you know, engineering or some sort of technical skill is, should, should be happening even at the elementary or high school level. Um, and ironically, like in the last several months, a lot of companies have been letting go of engineering talent in, in so many places that we said, Oh, this is going to be a safe job, future-proof job. Um, so, my question for you, because I know you spend a lot of time thinking about certificates and you know two-year programs and these sorts of things, professional degrees, are people in those roles most affected by being terminated or let go or being looked over? Okay, or can you demystify those technical certificate degrees and et cetera and their actual career opportunities? And I think, I think it's a great question. I think when we think about um, what's constant in this world, other than death and taxes, it's changed, like what we said before. I think that we're transitioning from a four-year four and 40 model where you, you know, maybe go to college for four years, which most of the world doesn't go to, and then you work for 40 years and you stay in one job forever, maybe two or three at most, to, you know, the half-life of a skill being one to two years and whatever you learned this year might last you at most four years, but you need to transition from a mindset of not just reskilling and upskilling, but continue, continuous yeah. skill development. There, so like when we first started to your point, you know, it's just like, Hey, get access to these rapid reskilling programs that will train you in a year to get you into a job. And let's say a software engineer, you get in there and it's going to pay you and you're going to be, doing great for a very long time you can you can never get comfortable and one of our guiding principles at career karma is is always always be learning and so understand the way that you learn how to get connected to a community of people how to articulate what you know how to apply what you know in whatever it is that you want to do and rather than waiting for that moment you know, obsess about what's happening within that field so that as new things come out, new techniques come out, you are growing along the way to ask yourself whether you want to stay in that role or shift. So for example, software engineering, you mentioned it earlier. Like if you're a software engineer and you're not learning what's going on in AI, that's probably, mm -hmm. that shit's probably going to sell, right? But it's the same thing in, in, in sales, for example. Like on sales, you know, if you are still picking up the phone and dialing and not understanding what's going on with Salesforce or Outreach or Chili Piper or all these other like tools, call center tools that are necessary in order to grow, it's gonna, you're gonna be left behind. Same thing with HR, right? Back in the day, you know, you just have like this normal manual recruiting and leveraging, you know, nonprofits and for-profits and partnerships, but you have to use tools like Workday and others in order to update yourself in technology. So the, the long story short I would say is, um is focus on continuous skill development 
the relationships that you need, your learning style, and connecting with the right people that can get you to where you want to go. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Rochelle, you know, one thing that helps um, our communities is those success stories of people who look like us, come from where we come from, have the experiences that we've had. Talk about how you leverage those success stories, those people who are in tech and have found their way to help make them relatable to people that you're trying to inspire. Absolutely. I think it's um, first is about variety and diversity of success stories, success stories, is that sometimes people lean on the success stories that seem really nice and glossy, right? Like, oh, I went to this school and I got this degree and I worked at this company and not, right? I think at Tech Equity Collective, we're thinking about the diversity of stories, the diversity of of experiences got that got you there, right? We're, we're thinking about people who don't necessarily have that traditional four-year degree background. We're thinking about people who might have grown up, like I think, um, one brother we brought to the stage when we were at uh, another event, his brother was homeless, right? Like this brother was homeless, coding in his car, right? Like another, um, we have other sisters who were, who never, never touched college, 
right? But like now they're excelling as program managers and engineers. And so we want people to truly step outside of their their own limitations, right? To see themselves there. So when we think about success stories, we're thinking about people who have worked in big tech, people who have started tech companies, people who have worked for black led tech companies. We're thinking about people who did boot camps, people who went to community colleges. We're thinking about people who are self-taught. Um, and so we just, we feel that there is a responsibility to identify stories of people who, um, who have just explored all the different all the different pathways and so how we pull those stories is we pull those stories from people who are doing our programs people who are working with our partners such as a career karma or a black ambition or other organizations that we support um, we do that by asking we keep it we keep it 100 with people in our program so i think another thing about tc it's uh it's also about mindset shifting as well when you think about these programs is like we're shifting people's mindsets from saying, I can't, to like, maybe I can, to I darn sure can, right? And so that's that's important. So those are the stories that we're, that we're building, we're, we're pulling out. And I think lastly, it's so easy to pull out stories of people who came in with super confidence, who are like, I knew I was gonna be great. I was gonna be great the day I like came out the womb. No, we want people who are like, I didn't know, I was afraid. Right, I didn't think I had it. Right, um, so that they can also show them the evolution in their mindset, the evolution in their their learning, um, and the evolution in building the community that they they now have that help get them there. One one more thing that I wanted to add to your other questions you asked me is that um, there was a name that we used to, that at least I personally was playing with for Career Karma before it existed, which kind of highlights. Um, the community and the mentor and the coaching side of things. Um, and you'll know why I didn't choose this when I say it, it was um, social security, right? So when you think about like job security, it's not necessarily even in your skills or, you know, you know what you actually know how to do or, or who, what you've done on your resume, it's your network, right? So like, like because you have such a strong network of people, and I can like, hey, be like, hey, Will, I'm ready to drop something. And I know you got the platform. I could just text you and it's like, it's done. It's done deal, right? Yeah. So like, once you have that community of people that got your back, you got that job security or that, that security for whatever it is that you want to do in, in the future, whether that's raising money or building whatever it is that you want to do. So that is something else to keep in mind. No, it's still messed up. Um, I think about so often when we are starting to acquire or thinking about starting to acquire technical skills, Ruben, I'll start with you on this. So often there's, you know, there's a, a, an unsurety about where to start, you know? So if you think about five years ago, the conversation was about machine learning and then it was about blockchain and then it went from blockchain to generative AI. So now it, but like, it's, it's like the ball is constantly moving and me coming in the game, I'm like, what do I want to do when I come? But every time I get settled on something, the, the puck is somewhere else. How do you have that conversation for people who are you, you are trying to encourage? So like, you know, lean into that desire to get technical, technically skilled um, when it's such a volatile, you know, conversation. Um, I think now that employers are all over the world are prioritizing skills versus initiatives. I think it's important for 
individuals that are seeking training to align with job training programs that are getting directly informed by the skills that employers are looking for. So what I mean by that is historically, there was an assumption that if you just go to college, your skills will be aligned with what employers are demanding. And I think after the pandemic hit and it forced not only colleges, but 1.5 billion learners to go online, it accelerated not only the format of training um, going online and, and, and schedule like from a part-time and a full-time, but also the, the, the other types of options that people have. And going back to what I said, in order to filter where you want to go, I think making sure that it's not only aligned with the skills that employers are demanding, but also making sure that the format of the, the format of the training is in a shorter amount of time so that you can actually get into yeah, yeah. the job faster than normal so that once you're in, you're able to keep pace with what's going on. Because if you, to your point, sign up for a two-year or a four-year program, by the time you're done with the program, the world's different, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So that's just, and, and, and if you are going to be signing up to a two-year or four program, just to make it very clear, like I'm not anti-college, try to be doing internships or or some type of work experience where your own side project on the own where you can apply it in the real world so that you are making sure that whatever it is that you're doing year by year or every six months is aligned with what the customer and employers are demanding you want to chime yeah. in on that michelle i think um so yes plus one to that my my thought is also it, it, it goes back to mindset, right? Like we have to be agile thinkers. Um, and I think that, so it's not only about like the programs, right? But just under, and having a clear understanding of how the world of tech works. So many times in the black community, we are on the peripheral, right? We're on the outside because we don't know the inner workings, right? We're like, okay, so I just got the machine learning. I got this down, this is it. But if you don't have the inside knowledge of how this industry is working, right? And the agility and the volatility that uh, is just present and required, then then you, you won't know how to adjust. And so I think that, you know, what we aim to do with Black Genius Academy is not just get you ready for, for the skill and for the job, but to get your mindset ready to become a hungry learner, to become incredibly curious, to become confident in yourself that when the, the game changes, you can change with the game, right? And I think that there are just those, those skills, whether you wanna call them soft skills or mindset skills that our community needs to, to keep up, right? And sometimes what I notice is that like, we get flustered. We're like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Well, you could do anything you put your yeah. mind to, yeah. but your mind's got to be right. Um, and so that I think that's something that we're also focused on as well. And so, so often in our community um, and the people that you're targeting, they're the first and might be the only in their community, their family, their neighborhood that is getting these skills and getting this kind of exposure. How do you build those wraparounds so they're supported? That's a I, that's a great question. I think that so one one way is I think everybody wants to network with the Rubens and the Wills of the world, right? Like Rubens Wills, y'all are busy, 
right? You should build your network and community with the people who are right alongside you, trying to learn with you, right? Who are in the trenches together. And so we don't necessarily need to always look up to people, we could just look to our left and right. And so I think that's one way, right? You're, the people who are growing with you um, are there. When in Tech Equity Collective, when we think about holistic, right? Let's just keep it real, being, being black in America can be really hard, right? And so it's not just going out here and be like, I'm gonna apply for a job and I'm gonna get educated. No, you still gotta deal with yeah. some biases and prejudices, some rules and policies that are attacking you and your family. Um, and so we do think about we we think about mind like mindfulness. We bring that into the conversation, mindfulness, when we and some other our other programs we're thinking we have wellness sessions, right? And we're talking about how to take care of your person when you are hitting the pavement and trying to find that new role or where you're, you know, really powering through a certain technical course. I think we, where we can, we want to be able to provide um, some financial relief. So a part of Black Genius Academy, for those who complete the um, complete the academy, they will have an opportunity to apply for a full scholarship to go to a coding, to a software engineering bootcamp or cybersecurity bootcamp, um, as well as apply for to get access to certification programs. And so we know that, you know, financial barriers are also real. And so we're thinking about that as well. And then I think the last thing is that we're bringing in a slew of other partners, right? So as I stated earlier, TC, Google, we do not believe that we can do this work alone. We actually know that we cannot do this work alone. And so this is a call to our industry partners, to other organizations to come help us amplify this work and provide the tools um, to the tools to this community. Are we gonna get it perfect? No. Are there gonna be some areas that we, you know, may miss? But that's also the beauty of what we're doing, because we're like, well, tell us, right? <laughs> we wanna hear this is truly built for you, by you. Um, but I think to start, it's community building and making sure that we're getting people some some form of financial relief. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, um, and I'll speak from my own perspective, is that um, she mentioned when the game changes, you guys change with the game, right? So we're at a place where student loans. She's had a couple bars, are, by the way. A couple bars. She said so many bars, bro. I had to, I to, she had to say say it again. That was too fire, right? When the game changes, you gotta change with the game. In case you didn't hear, you gotta play defense and offense, right? Uh, like Kodak said. Well, like when you when you when you hear something like that, yeah. and student loan forgiveness, student loans are like in the one point eight trillion, and people are talking about student loan forgiveness. Don't sleep on what she just said. We're transitioning into a world of also employer-funded education, employer-provided training, like employers embracing skills-first initiatives, which didn't exist before. When when Career Commons was first, I mean, tuition reimbursement has existed. This is different than tuition reimbursement. She's saying there's options where they will pay for the education. That is very different than like deferred tuition or income share agreement. And there's other employers that are in the tech equity collective that are also thinking about this. So again, this is a Google initiative that is bigger, that is bringing not just other for-profit organizations, but also nonprofits like MLT and others that are mission-driven, have the same goal, but we're not working together and Career Company just wants to be the group for it. 
So that's what Black Genius Academy is bringing together for, for you guys. And so lastly, I wanna, I'm gonna let both of you chime in on this. I'll let you go first, Ruben. The, how do you measure success? And I want you to answer this two different ways. One, from a business perspective, like you know, maybe it's inputs and outputs or whatever, however you wanna do that. But also, what does it mean to you because there's a reason you do this work when you could be doing all sorts of other kinds of work. And so like your, to your true north, how does this find success where you at the end of the day, you'll be like, that was worthy. It's a good question. Um, it's a great question because I want to help a billion people in 10 years. And so I can give you like the technical answers of, you know, how many people are active in their action plans and how many people actually completed the program and you know how many people are signed up to courses and even how many people are eventually going to get jobs but what we're doing is bigger than jobs what we're doing is bigger than starting companies success to me is not only all of those things that i just mentioned but for people to have the tools and the skills to realize and manifest their purpose into this world and made the world a better place. That's that's success to me, um, but it's also all the other things I said too. Michelle? Yes, I, I agree. Um, I mean, so our North Star at Tech Equity Collective is to double the number of black engineers in the world. Um, and so, but I think what Ruben said, yes, we want to make sure within the next couple of months of launching, we wanna get 5,000 learners on and complete it through the academy. Um, but when I really think about like what success means, success, success for me is, and I say this all the time and in, in, uh, within our, our TC doors is I want nobody, I want no black person to ever have imposter syndrome. It's not a real thing. It shouldn't be a real thing in our community. The amount of tenacity, persistence, grit, and, and just, scrappiness necessary for us to thrive and excel um, in any industry, including in tech. Um, when we get the education, when we get the skills, when we build the community, and when we eventually get the roles, whether we build them ourselves, right? Whether we go to companies that were built by us, like there's a, there's a number of ways to enter in the tech ecosystem. But when we get there, we have the true confidence that we belong there. And we have everything it takes to excel and to thrive and to be impactful, not just for ourselves and our families, not just for our community, but for the world. Um, and so for me, that's what success looks like when like black people were coming in and we're like, yep, I'm supposed to be here. So, yeah. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeart Media. It's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Sarah Ergen and Rose McLucas. Special thank you to Micah Davis, Vanessa Serrano, and Maya Muldrew. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. Enjoying Black Tech Green Money? Share this with somebody. Go get your money. Peace and love. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.